Today we celebrate the Most Holy Trinity, Trinity Sunday. Our readings today are taken from first reading Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 32 to 34, 39 to 40. The second reading is from Romans chapter 8 verses 14 to 17. The Gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. My brothers and sisters, the feast, the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity is the celebration of the history of our salvation from sin and death so that man may have a new understanding of who he is. Man is not complete without the knowledge of Christ. Man is not complete unless man understands and believes and accepts his relationship with God, his creator. It is sin that interfered in man's understanding of himself, and it is sin that causes war, and death and misery and classes, class, racism. These are all the effects of sin and no man enjoys it. No man finds peace in it. The celebration of Trinity gives us an experience through Christ of the mystery of God so that we may possess the spirit of God as human beings. We could not understand or have the spirit of God in our humanness, in our worldliness. And that is why we celebrate the Trinity to celebrate man's relationship, God's relationship with man and God's restoration of man, the fallen man in his fallen nature. God allowed man to do what he likes, to do his will, but commanded man to acknowledge God. They forget to acknowledge God, and so that is the sin of man and the cause of man's fall. Therefore, till today, religion is not for argument. Religion is not for proof. Faith is not for proof. It is a given, a gift that God has given to us to understand him. If we do not have faith, we cannot understand God. Therefore, we cannot understand really ourselves. We will fall again and descend into decadence. We cannot be whole if we do not have faith. Faith makes us whole, makes us to know God, to know that we are creatures, not creators. Only the creator can understand the creature. But when the creator, in his benevolence, in his goodness, has revealed himself to man, giving himself to man, then man then can, under, can possess the spirit of God that understands God. 
It is appropriate that we celebrate the feast of the Most Holy Trinity, what we may call God's incorporation, after Pentecost. For Pentecost is the grounding and the completion of the mission of Christ, which was God's plan, God's move to restore man to himself. Jesus became incarnate, born of a, a woman with God being the Father through the Holy Spirit. Even the virgin birth is a mystery in itself as we know it as human beings. So we know that human beings cannot invent it. It is a mystery. If we accept it, then that mystery will invite man into itself. It is not for debate. We stop practicing Christians, Christianity when we start debating Christianity. We stop practicing. We stop knowing God when we start debating faith because it is the gift of faith that enables man to know God. And the giver of faith is God. Faith was first manifested in Christ becoming man. That's the beginning. Because it is only Jesus who, who knows the mind of God because he came from God and he is God. No one knows the Father except the Son and to those whom he chooses to reveal him. This is a matter for acceptance by man, not for debate. No one can conquer Christ, not even death. But Christ is the conqueror of all because though man, he always had the awareness of his mission that he came from God for a purpose. To lay down his life, he did the impossible. He bore suffering from man. He was killed, subjected himself to death. And yet death could not overcome him. This is all not a matter for just understanding, but for acceptance. Because it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that comes from acceptance that we can begin to know the mind of God and understand the mission of Christ, what God has done for us. And that is why man cannot be saved by degrees. We cannot be Christians by degrees. We are not priests by degrees. Every one of these is a gift from God to be accepted. Then when we accept the gift of God, in living our lives, we will always understand who we are. We will always, by the spirit that dwells within us. If this spirit is present, in, is also given to family. And that is why the celebration of the Trinity is also the celebration of the family of God. If a family is not one, then the possibility of them fighting each other exists. But if the family is one, they live and not fight. When you want to relate to one another, first check, who are you? If the Spirit of God in you is in you, then you can be of service to your fellow men. Therefore, the fight over degree, the separation of classes, even over degrees, 
when priests get doctorate, they are no longer just father, but it's father doctor. As they achieve status in society, even in the church, they get away from who they are by adding all these things. Hence, a priest said, Oh, we lost one of our priests today, not to death, but he has become a monsignor. He has become a bishop. That's why for bishop to forget that they are priests and nothing more than priests is where the arrogance comes in, that they have the fullness of the Holy Spirit and appreciate in their, in their spirit. The spirit cannot be greater than itself. The spirit is one. And is only given by Christ who, who became incarnate and came from God to do the will of God. It is sufficient to know Christ as human beings because God became man in Christ. Otherwise, we cannot understand God and Christ taught it. No one knows the Father except the Son. And it is because of this belief that they killed him. And then he proved himself only through his resurrection. Not by not dying because he was truly man. But by doing the perfect will of God, he lives forever. He rose from the dead. And on Pentecost, he sent the Holy Spirit, who did not come to teach anything different or manifest anything different, but of Christ who became man, so that we as human beings can now become God through Christ. In the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy, Christ, God, is the one who chose a special people. He revealed himself to man by saving them from their oppressors in Egypt. Something that is not possible for human beings to do for himself. That is how God manifested to man in the Old Testament that he is God, the creator. In the New Testament, it is through the incarnation, the same God became man and dwelt among us, as one of us, born of the virgin, something that is again beyond human understanding. He was able to live and do the will of God because he had the spirit in him that understands God. So let us man not think he can know God without the spirit of God with, and without Christ. In the gospel reading of today, the Human understanding reached the fact that they witnessed, they saw Jesus after his resurrection. But they said they still doubted. Yet, Jesus trusted them because he knew he was going to give them the spirit. He proclaimed to them all authority, all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. At this time, they have seen the resurrected Christ. He didn't say argue. He didn't say prove to man. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That when a Christian realizes himself, he knows he has the Spirit of God within him. This is important among, especially among relationships with, between men and women, out of which human families come. A man should know that he has the Spirit of God in him to give to a woman that he's married to. And a woman, like Mary, must know that when he receives a man, he is receiving the Spirit of God in her, so that the offspring will also be like them. When we talk about temptations, human temptations, it's because we do not know the Spirit of God in us. It is not something that we use on our own. Hence, when a woman is trying to flirt, uh, flirt with a man, the man needs to be aware of himself, of what is in him, the Spirit of God. For he should take it that the woman is longing for the Spirit of God in him. Otherwise, man is not thinking, is thoughtless. When you just fall in the flesh to a woman. Because if you are aware of the Spirit of God in him, yes, that woman will undergo death of the flesh to be like the Blessed Virgin Mary to really be obedient. I use this analogy because it is the relationship of man and woman that we all are in this world. But why are we fighting? Why don't we understand that we are all children of God? It's because in our union, we forget the Spirit of God in us. Like in my culture, we say the tiger does not kill the animal with strength, but with the shock. We symbolize the spirit. With shock, it shocks an animal into submission. That is the spirit of God in us. That shocks the humanity, the, uh, the flesh out of us to make us human, made, created in the image of God. So in our vocation, what makes our vocation effective is the Spirit of God in us that enables us to understand God so that when people treat us as they treated Christ, we will understand, we will still have joy. And that is when forgiveness becomes possible and plausible and the preferred choice. And that is why the Lord's Prayer says, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. The Trinity makes us Christian. It's the combination that makes us Christian. Christ is the identifier because it is Christ that became human like us and says, if we relate to Christ and observe all that he told us, then we will be Christians the agent of life, the agent of peace in the world.
so that our life will be a life of glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. And we respond with our life. Amen.